0: 9.15, let's
1: have a great day, everybody. Cut the shit! Happy Thursday, Tucker. We are back for uh, the latest installment of the Jack and Tuck Pod. Uh, Clearly, we are doing this recording a day, actually two days later than we typically do certainly a, a shock to uh, the sport world this week with what happened to Tamar Hamlin. Um, and I kind of just wanted to say this right off the bat. It was, we, it was odd to like figure out if we were even going to do it this week and not because like, mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that we have any standing, right? Like we're just two friends that record our conversation
0: it's hard to have less standing than I have. Yeah. You, you like, might have more
1: we have We have nothing to add to the conversation. So it was like, well, should we not do it this week? But then it was like, aren't we kind of thinking a little bit higher of ourselves if we think yeah. like, oh, we shouldn't do it then? Um, yeah,
0: you're going to get canceled for your insensitivity, even though you're trying to be sensitive and you have 10 listeners. Right. Like,
1: and so, yeah. uh, look it's a lot easier to have this conversation now, given the news that is coming out. Um, Certainly Damar has a long way to go in his recovery, uh, but all the signs that could be pointing toward positive results as they happen are
0: good. Um, Yeah. I mean, it it, was like you said, much easier now. Uh, Right. My constant, thoughts and prayers had been with him because it was almost a Kobe Bryant-esque black cloud over everything. Um, I think
1: that's a good comparison.
0: I remember that very clearly and just being like, well, I didn't know Kobe Bryant. Why do I feel the way I feel Yep. (laughs) a little bit? Is this empathy? Um, But no, it was the same thing with Damar Hamlin and I, all I could think about when I woke up on Tuesday. It was like, I hope he's okay. And yeah, so now, like you said, that he's making progress. It is a little easier to talk about sports and other things.
1: Well, so, I just comfortably talk about the situation itself. Like you and I have never played football at a high level, not even a low level. I played one year <laughs> of. Did you know? I don't know if I have ever told you this. I played one year of football, and obviously, I had my I, accident. I did not. So. Know that. My mom was like football was off the table because of the accident that I experienced, mm-hmm. I played one year of flag football two games into the season. I got triple hernias at age seven. And i like to tell people that oh I was, God. I was done for my career. It was a career ending. Injury.
0: Yeah, that is career ending. I was mom, done. Yes. Similar. I mean, I was a, a freak in the backyard, but my parents would never <laughs> sign the permission slips, So, I was, I was and I mean,
1: the wingspan. Your, I guess your well, wingspan I, is tremendous. I guess.
0: Well, it's just my parents were terrified of something like this happening. Right. But my mom, at the same time, is a huge football fan. Yeah. So she had like a very visceral reaction to it. And meanwhile, my dad's kind of in the party of like this sport is too violent. This yep. is something terrible is bound to happen. I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like it's so unfortunate what happened. And then you get people saying that they know what they're signing up for but it's not ever something you want anyone to experience and and so yeah like I said just kind of a black cloud
1: yeah and us bringing up our football career is actually me trying more to explain how we are not qualified to have any like strong stance which I think is why we delayed any type of recording uh but certainly mm-hmm. um with what his dad delivered to the Bills on the Zoom call that, you know, we want nothing more. And I, we know that DeMar wants something more than you all to continue to play. Um, I was just watching the press conference that they had not too long ago. And, you know, Josh Allen taking, making a point of speaking out to T. Higgins uh, and saying, you know, you, you are accepted and, and are going through this m- probably more so than we are, and we have no ill will or we didn't like he did nothing wrong. it was a football play, and it was, I just thought it was really nice to see Josh Allen say that um I think it
0: yeah no that that's
1: given where it was on Tuesday, I don't think anyone could hope for a better path to be on is I think it's what I'm trying to say,
0: yeah, yeah absolutely, and that that was that is an extremely nice thing to do. There are also all the charitable donations that were made to his toy drive and things like that. So provided that he is able to get back to the life that he had before, hopefully there are some silver linings, but yeah, I mean, I agree, not qualified to talk about it. Just, I don't know, condolences and condolences. Isn't the right word, but like thoughts, our thoughts are with him. And
1: yeah, for sure. Um, I think, just like watching it all unfold, like were you watching, obviously like you were in the finals of our our fantasy championship as countless leagues were in their finals across the world. I just thought it was really cool. Um, Just the, I'll get to my positive reactions that I saw, and then I think we can also touch on some negative reactions that we all saw unfold. But I think the positive reaction uh, that I've seen is like, Everyone like fantasy football just like stopped because of something extremely yeah. important. And there's been nothing but like positive response to that. And there's been no like back and forth. And I'm sure everyone is figuring out how to handle their league championship. And I'm, and I'm certainly not trying to bring this up for the sake of bringing it up, but it's just like in a world that is, is it, as divisive as, we live in now yes for every for to just watch everyone agree that you put a pause on whatever happened in football. no one cares pause on the game, kind of in life yeah pause, pause, pause on nfl game, pause playoff life like everyone was just focused on his safety and to just do some like research into what is believed to happen of Co- commodio cordis i've also heard it pronounced commotio I'm going to go with Comodio Cordis and just how rare it is. Um, I watched some videos this morning, just did some research on what exactly it is. And there are only 10 to 20 events like this in the U.S. per year. And it typically happens with younger uh, male athletes. Like the mean age of someone who experiences this is 15 and so it is extremely wow. even more rare for a 24 year old with the physical ability that obviously DeMar Hamlin has to experience this is mm-hmm. like exponentially more rare because of how much older he is than the average person to experience something. And we're not saying that's exactly what happened. It's just being reported that that's what's most possible uh, as, yeah. as far as what is and what occurred, I, And I
0: think I, I agree very much. It seems. Uh, the word divisive obviously is applicable and for everyone to kind of come together and prioritize something. Right. I think that's why it gave me parallels to Kobe Bryant is because it was just such a dominating. Sure. Even people that hated Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, it like shook them to the core. And I think this just shook all football fans. And then also people who aren't even football fans, but are just empathetic or, caring people um so yeah i agree it was it was a we're all on the same side here all we want is the same thing which is for him to be okay and so hopefully we're moving in that direction
1: it it appears that way uh which is awesome i also i know the nfl caught a lot of slack monday night and even like tuesday morning um i actually thought that that was uh, what they did was correct like Whatever occurred in the in the midst of it, the five minute delay and for stretching and, and like warm ups, and then they're going to start again. Versus that certainly didn't come from the NFL, NFL yeah play. That's what Troy Vincent said. Look, this was unprecedented to the nth degree, and not everything is going to be handled perfectly in the midst of something this rare but we were able to just watch things unfold and obviously didn't play the game and the nfl didn't then come out the next day and say okay we're going to resume the game on by this date no they they hadn't officially decided they were just saying look it's kind of it's on pause we're going to focus on demar And that was it. And it was just really nice and refreshing and and kind of the 24 seven news cycle. That is the world now to just like, you know what? We don't know. And it's okay that they're not coming out and saying emphatically one way or the other. And look, they've sent out updates and about like, you know, it's not gonna be resumed this week. And they haven't officially made a decision and I'm just glad that, you know what, that's not what's most important right now. And it, and it is on pause right? and that's
0: okay. To piggyback, piggyback off that point, as he continues to get better and things do resume normal activities with the NFL and, and things like that. Hopefully it's just not all done in vain. And I'm sure some major right. changes will happen. It's It's unbelievable their medical, their first responders were able to perform the miracle that they yeah. did on him in the moment yes.
1: they saved his life. so i'm
0: sure that'll become yeah exactly it's insane so like you said unpre- unprecedented but i'm sure it'll be remembered and hopefully mm-hmm. learned from and hopefully he's okay and but but things similar to us doing this podcast like things are kind of now resuming because we got the yeah. positive news
1: yeah so. um the negative response to some of the tweets that went out like right
0: after the fact oh I, you mean skip's tweet
1: yeah me. and look yeah. I is what he said extremely inappropriate yes it doesn't mean that he's a horrible person and just this the mind I, twi- I
0: mean well, I know we were talking about not but, getting canceled to our limited listeners right. but like he said at the end of that tweet Yeah, that everything else is irrelevant, right? (laughs) So the people that jumped on him, like, why do you care about the schedule of the game? That's not what he said. That's not what he said. Also,
1: if if you weren't in a fantasy football championship and you the the minute the game was like completely on pause and then completely stopped and you didn't think to yourself like, well, what are they going to do about this game? Like, I think Mm -hmm. you're lying. Yeah. I think that thought crossed everyone's mind. And it's also okay that it crossed your mind. But some people put it on, you know, they typed it onto their phone and sent it out on a tweet. And that's not exactly the most sensitive thing that you could be doing. But the self-righteousness that comes out on the from the Twitter mobs of these people know the what is appropriate and not appropriate. And if you don't agree with us. Then how dare you? It just—it's so exhausting.
0: Well, and we just talked about it being non-divisive because we were all on the same side. In right. That what what matters is his health. If you pictured it like a mob of people, and the people standing on the right side are the ones that care about his yeah. health, and the people are on the left side are people who care about something else, Skip Bayless still would have been on the right side with everybody else caring about his health. Yes. And yet, everyone in his own mob turns on him because of the wording of it and right. tried to cancel.
1: And I also think people in the media on Twitter use these opportunities to be self-righteous, to like promote their own brand of, of, yeah I, wokeness. I, I, and it's just, it's, I don't mean to get down too far of a wormhole of my opinion of society, but it's just like it's amazing you you see people's character when things like this happen and it's not cut and dry there isn't a right decision in the midst of it and I just I think the NFL gets a lot of slack for how they treat players for how they treat women for how they treat situations and I I can't get on them for whatever Joe Buck said on the telecast about waiting five minutes mm-hmm. and then they are going to restart. I can't get on them about not immediately canceling the game. Like right. ultimately that's going to come down to someone who's in New York. No one, mm-hmm. no one even knew in the booth. No one even knew in the, in the stands what was going on until I remember seeing on the TV, like Joe Burrow's face, Josh Allen's face, Tradavius yeah. White Space, or is it Tradarius White Space? And it was like, okay, this is like different. There's something else going on. And they it just saw shows something
0: you. something they've never seen before. Yes.
1: Yeah. And like, I, I can't imagine what that was like for them. And I hope no,
0: but you know, that, all the I mean, Bills players get the help
1: they, they need. Yeah. The Bengals get the help they need. Um, I don't think if DeMar didn't. Respond the way that he did when he woke up For the short time that he did I don't believe if if his father Didn't speak to the team The way that he did I don't think they're playing on Sunday
0: Yeah I was going to say Obviously I agree about the Bills players and the trauma That everybody on that field And that stadium right. went through But talking about not playing on Sunday Versus the cancel culture of Self-righteous is a good way to put it All these people on Twitter and than media. now, holier than now, and I see that from like I don't know why I don't know if you're the same way, but on my timeline I see a lot mm-hmm. of tweets from people I don't follow. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to suggest, but it doesn't even say like, suggested. It's just like, hey, here's this tweet, yes. or you get a tweet that somebody you follow liked. So my right. timeline is like not people I follow; it's right. just a bunch of people, or it's and like, a lot of them. Have people that are tied to topics. Yeah, and, I see that and a lot. Because of the Philadelphia stuff, a lot right. of the people I see are from Philadelphia. And it's like, you would think that the only good people in the world are the people that this person yes. associates with. <laughs> and, yes. and it's unbelievable. And they wouldn't know what to do if they were thrust in the position of having exactly. to make these decisions. And, and to I, think that they, to think that they would, I don't know. It's just, it's unbelievable.
1: And I just I think what I'm trying to get as like, I hope this ultimately from a player safety and a player's life after football, I hope this impacts all of that in a positive way. Um, I certainly hope that tomorrow is OK and can come back and live a healthy life in whatever way that is. Um, but I hope this also like makes people take a minute and think twice about like forgiveness a mistake Mm -hmm. or a delay or not knowing is all okay. Mm -hmm. This was unprecedented and to have, and people, and I heard the bills saying this in their press conference a lot. And I think Sean McDermott, uh, when he addressed the team spoke on this is that everyone is going to handle the situation differently. Like everyone is going to, and it's okay. And so that's what I hope also comes out of this is like, just because you tweet something friend. dumb yeah, and doesn't mean that like you're horrible and the Twitter mobs just come out and it's just, ugh, it's exhausting.
0: Yeah. Yep. But now that we have some positive news, hopefully we yes. can move on to some, some lighter topics.
1: Right, like the Waffle House Fantasy Football Championship, which was certainly a topic of discussion on <laughs> a thread
0: Tuesday. Well, I would actually like to talk about the NFL before okay. we do that.
1: Okay. And yeah, by the NFL,
0: I mean, I mean our two teams.
1: Sure. Because so we're going to have the D.C. to Philly segment. I love that.
0: Yeah. So they're both going in the wrong direction. Yes. Uh, different Different levels to that, but. Most importantly, I want to start by asking you what you thought about the mascot.
1: I mean, it's just like
0: what is his name?
1: <laughs> Major Tutty.
0: Major Tutty.
1: Major Tutty.
0: I, I, I don't hate the Redskins like I hate the Cowboys or the Giants. I don't well, like. Why
1: that. would you? They're no threat. Well,
0: but they're, they're irrelevant. Yeah. Right. So, so I they have
1: been in your entire different. life.
0: But even though I don't hate them, I also don't like them. So. Yeah, I was ready to make fun of them for the mascot. First yeah. of all, the timing of it was unbelievable hilarious. because it's the day you're eliminated from playoffs. Yeah, and, but secondly, I think he's great. I think he's a good combination oh, really? of what. Yeah, I I think that is a I think that's there to stay for like a really long time.
1: Okay, so I have a lot of a lot of thoughts, and I certainly have he's a different a, he's experience.
0: A, he's a fat pig. With yes. Some belly hanging over his pants. Yeah. But he's got a commander's hat on. Yes. So he's Which like a apparently
1: mix. changes. He also had a has a silver one.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: Good to know. So um,
0: he's a pig in the army who's a little overweight. Yes. And he so just looks jolly.
1: Is the mascot itself horrible? No. Is it kind of funny? Yes.
0: I think I think you're gonna get a cult following of it. I really right.
1: Do. We might, however, and there are a number of things that I can bring up. And it, it, look, it's lipstick on a pig. You shouldn't, no pun, pun intended. The
0: Washington Tutties. You shouldn't just name no, yourself the Tutties. No.
1: Okay, look, they came out. Okay, this was the worst rebranding in the history of marketing. Okay.
0: And it continues to get worse. Which and, is, it's the right. gift that and keeps have, on and, giving. And
1: I've brought this up that they not only make the wrong decision, they make the worst possible decision and then like try and clean it up after the fact. The positive, I think, here is that they're not going to have to like change anything about this mascot in particular. What is hilarious about <laughs>
0: we, it? We got one right. We got right. one right, so, boys. N-
1: Kind of. And I and I brought this up last week. Why on earth would Josh you?
0: So I, I mean, right I now. just okay,
1: because I could go through talk it. About, I could talk about this for so long. Why on earth would you let everyone know that the name hogs in some degree was in like the final four of possible names? OK, OK. You then
0: name the them franchise not the mascot. They were going to be For the, the, the franchise. Hogs. They were
1: like right, like the Washington Hogs based off the the offensive line from the 80s that led them to three Super Bowl wins. We talked about we touched on it last week. But why would you name them the Commanders? You take 2 years to name them the Commanders and then you wait 17 weeks to bring out this mascot. <laughs> That is a hog. Okay, look, I think Commanders is a horrible name for a lot <laughs> of reasons. But if you're going to go Commanders, you have to go full tilt. You have to jump you on that sinking ship.
0: Commander.
1: And it, like, Whew. you're just admitting that you're wrong by having the mascot be a pig. Okay. The mascot itself was, is funny. It, it, it's a pig. I get it. But it should have been like a dog. It should have been like a German shepherd because they have connections to like special forces and canine units and military. Why are you going back on the name and like putting lipstick on a pig and saying, well, we know everyone hates commanders.
0: Professional podcast.
1: Thank you. Number two. Oh,
0: okay. Number two.
1: if that was one, but that was probably like three, but whatever the hogs themselves are about to sue the franchise. That is just poetic justice in and of itself.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: The other funny thing is that he is going to sell. And I think it's like an 80% chance that they are not the commanders. So this, the one thing that they have done right, which is this, uh, and it's not even the mascot itself, but the thing that they did right was the, I guess the uniform of the mascot—it's kind of funny. He's double zero because it looks like a pig's nose. And it's like, you know, he's jolly and and fun, Mm -hmm. but he's going to live for two weeks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) what if Bezos names him the hogs though?
1: Right. So that's the, but again, then we just get to celebrate.
0: If you you already have them sold, maybe they already know that they're going to be the hogs. And maybe that's why they. No,
1: made it. Uh, I think that's. Oof, I mean that. That's Ooh. quite a stretch. I get that. I, I would. One, they should be the Washington Red Hogs. Like book it, stamp it. That should be their
0: name. Red Hogs.
1: Yeah, Red Hogs. They okay. should be the Red Hogs.
0: Yeah. I didn't know if you said Red Hawk.
1: Yeah, Red Hogs Got is it. what they should be. So then it would work. But mm-hmm. it's just if that is in fact what happens, and we do get to keep the mascot as he is today, then it'll just be like this statue and this thing that lives on about how horrible this rebrand was. And I think it'll then be celebrated.
0: Cult following. I'm telling you. Yes. It's coming.
1: Should we get into the debacle that was Sunday, which I, I mean, yes, I I called it. (laughs) I told you (laughs) You it was going to be like this ugly, horrible loss.
0: Well, and I told you you had Carson Wentz starting, so that yeah. that's pretty much saying the same thing. Yes, Carson Carson Wentz thrust into a must-win game. Stinks. Just just thrown into the fire, though, don't you think? Shouldn't he've ridden Heineke?
1: Oh, one hundred percent. I I would go on. I would go as far as saying it, it makes no sense that you rode Heineke all the way until the third quarter against best defense in the league. Then you decided to pull him in an away game. And then you think like he wasn't even playing that poorly against the Niners. Yeah. He was turning the ball over. They weren't scoring points. I get that, but it just shows he has no Ron Rivera. That is, has no sense of the pulse of the team. If he thinks going to Carson Wentz is going to be the spark that this team needs.
0: Well, it was interesting in that, and I don't, I always think about like, are the players self-aware enough to know the importance of certain moments or games? And I think it applies more, a a little more to moments, but did Carson Wentz know that that game decided his career or does he, does he believe in himself so much that he's like, I'll make it work somewhere else because Uh, he is not going to get another shot. And if he had won that game and made the playoffs and played well in the playoffs, maybe he would get a shot. So that was literally like his entire career, which is crazy to think about. And Ron Rivera Rivera was just like, yep, go. This is it. Yeah, Here's your chance.
1: This is the guy I'm putting my confidence behind. Riverboat Ron, which.
0: So, but you said if they sell, they're going to keep Ron.
1: I think they are only because of the timing, not because he's like, It's going to be really hard to fire. So let's say they. No, I
0: understand. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't have time to do a search and all that. Right. But if that weren't the case, Mm -hmm. you were a normal NFL team. Yes. Who wasn't in the middle of a sale. Would he be fired?
1: I would fire him Sunday. So they play at 425. So let's say the game goes until 745. I would fire him at 746.
0: Do you think that. Is representative of the rest of the fan base? Are yes. people really sick? Of oh, uh, okay. I,
1: uh, 100% that is
0: the case. Good. I like that. I think it adds a little fire.
1: Oh, they would fire him at 746 because the latest debacle is who they're starting on Sunday. So it came yeah. out yesterday. Like everyone knew you can't go with Carson. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew that someone else is going to be starting the game. And I was like, well, let's just throw Sam Hell out there because the game doesn't mean anything. Why would you play anyone else? So then it came out from uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN said, Taylor, he's going to start the game or reports are said or <laughs> conversation sources. He has say that uh, Taylor, he's going to start the game, but Sam, Howell is going to play a portion of
0: the game? Ridiculous.
1: What are like, how is that even a possibility of, right? And so then it came out today that allegedly Taylor Heineke told Ron Rivera, uh, just let the kids start.
0: Wait, uh, and so who do you think
1: that? the starter is on set? Yeah, 100%. Well,
0: Sam Howell starting, right?
1: Yeah, so Sam Howell starting, and I, I buy that for two reasons. One, I genuinely think Taylor Heineke is that kind of dude.
0: Rare Number, for an ODU guy.
1: Sure. Number two, Heineke knows... If he gets the, he's about to get paid like a ridiculous amount of money and going out in a useless game on Sunday is not good for the 12 plus million
0: dollars a year he's going to get you. Are you going to pay him?
1: No, I wouldn't. I, if I was Taylor Heineke, I wouldn't come back. I would go, I think I would go to like Atlanta.
0: Well, you, yeah, you don't know. There's going to
1: be, so to be so much turn he Toronto. Yeah, but
0: dude, like the uh, last remaining spot, you think he, someone will fill it?
1: Oh, him? I think he'll get like he'll get a uh, he'll get a better contract than like Mariota got, who's coming in as like a stopgap guy. Okay. He'll get more like he's shown that he can win.
0: I guess six my to eight games a that, year. I don't know how many stopgap. Teams that will be next year. A lot.
1: There's going to be a lot. Really? And there's also yeah. um, like look around at the NFL. How many starting quarterbacks have there been this year?
0: Yeah, you have how to
1: pay a backup that can win. Not a. There's I don't think a, a Oh, uh, I think so. You're going to have Bryce Young, Will Levis. Uh, I don't know. We're getting kind of off base, but I. Okay. Heineke's going to get like I saw something on like some football contract simulator or whatever on Twitter that he's like projected up to nineteen million dollars a year. He's not gonna get that. I don't I think he's gonna get twelve plus.
0: Well yeah like two way, to
1: three that's, years. That's it'll be a three so years yeah. It'll be three years thirty six million with a team option for the third year.
0: So yeah, I, I see his reasoning. Yeah. So but now, so now, now it's say, gonna huh? start so okay so 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 I guess step three in this process is the game. Yeah. Uh, so what if Sam Howe lights it up? Okay. Do you... okay.
1: <laughs> so, it doesn't matter. So, like, that's I'm what's so, so funny about the this. None of this. Going. The, there is no direction because none of it matters at 746. If the game ends when I think it will 746 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, it will all be over. Daniel Snyder sells the team. Then it's a total restart
0: well and that's what you think
1: i believe that's what's going to happen
0: right so we gotta it has to happen first otherwise yeah it has to happen insane. yeah no i
1: know i'm i'm I, i'm terrified every day that it might not <laughs> honestly but well my point like there is no
0: you future the quarterback
1: yeah i would draft will levis immediately mm, like you look know. around what are I, the, ju- I guess
0: when your pick is and yeah,
1: it's it's going to be like anywhere between ten to fifteen or ten to eighteen. I think I have to move up, you might have to move up, but I, I would go there's and a, get him.
0: There's a nice video of him throwing without pads going around.
1: Yes, there is. But I would also look around the NFL right now. What are the size of the quarterbacks that are not able to suit up every Sunday? I would not touch Bryce Young. I would not touch Bryce Young with a second round pick.
0: He is so unbelievably good that makes me mad. Did
1: he you see the throws he's making going in the
0: Sugar Bowl?
1: Oh he's not God. going to be good.
0: He's a pocket guy. What are you? He's not what are you going, mad about?
1: He's six foot, one hundred and eighty-five pounds. He's going to get killed. Did you see what um, Sean oh, Payton good... did? You see what Sean Payton said today on the Cowherd show or this no. week? No. He said the nfl in the first round has gone against the like prototype nfl player and who they're drafting if i'm ever a coach again which i believe, obviously he's going to be and i have a mm-hmm. top 15 pick i am not picking outside of the pro- perfect prototype of the position that i'm drafting and it's funny to hear that from him because he had what is that wait what? ultimate he's
0: not picking outside the perfect prototype Like physically.
1: Like physically.
0: So okay. So Devontae Smith.
1: He wouldn't draft him. It did. Yeah. But and and it's funny to hear from him because he's
0: too skinny. Yeah. Or or someone's too small.
1: What's ironic is that he had the ultimate short stature success (laughs) quarterback. No, Drew Brees. Tiny. Yeah,
0: I know. And
1: he won a Super Bowl with him. So it's funny to hear Sean Payton even say like what he's pretty much saying is, I wouldn't draft Drew Brees in the top fifteen if I had to do it all over.
0: Or that's a pretty we'll wild. More Super Bowls if I had, if I had someone taller yeah, than Drew. That's Brees.
1: another good way. I'm just Kyler Murray.
0: Yeah, but there's and, you gotta you also have to think there's not too many Herberts coming out every oh, year. Oh, it
1: is the most difficult position in sports. It's the most polarizing position. I don't know if polarizing is the right word, but it. there's no more position in sports that dictates the success of an entire organization than the quarterback. And if you have it, you are set. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you're going nowhere. And there's a transition going on in the NFL, and we've talked about it right now. And there is the haves and the have-nots, and it is stark.
0: It is. Yeah, it's alarming. I mean, Tom Brady said in like weeks, Five or something. He's like, I'm seeing a lot of bad football.
1: It's just there. not that good of football going on.
0: It, and
1: so it's I true. think that's a good segue to the Eagles, though. And look, I, I think <laughs> Jalen is good football. Right.
0: Um, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. I had the worst feeling in my stomach
1: before I the game. You bringing that up last week that you did not. Um, no, didn't oh, yeah. have your usual confidence. I guess. No, yeah, it say. got
0: worse as we got closer to kickoff, and Josh Slett had a very serious injury, thought he was paralyzed on Saints first possession. So that was like a weird, scary start to the game.
1: Yeah, premonition or somehow, you
0: know. Yeah, but luckily he's okay as well. Um, They just, they got outplayed. Right. And Minshew, everyone was raving about the points. He put up 30 points against the Cowboys, but like the offense had four turnovers and he had three of them. He was way worse against the Saints. He has a noodle arm. People yeah. had concerns about Hertz throwing power when he came out. Oh my God! It looks like a rocket compared to Gardner Minshew.
1: And it's so but funny how. E- that. Yeah, but like it's also funny how easily that seemed to our untrained eye. But mm-hmm. yet the difference in ability from Gardner Minshew to Jalen Hurts is minuscule. But that yes. that distance is. Success or not success,
0: and it's like it's like decimal points in a stroke average. Exactly on tour. Exactly. It's like yeah, they're doing the same thing, but one is better. How does that make sense? Um, So yeah, I knew I knew it was going to happen. It it was never really even close to a comeback. I mean, we had a touchdown called back for holding that we then kicked a field goal that would have made it a closer game. Right. But I would have played Hertz last week if you win last week. And you don't don't know know.
1: that he's healthy enough to play. You have no idea.
0: I'm taking I'm taking his word for it when he says I want to (laughs) play. I would let him play. Yeah, stupid. But
1: just because he wants to play doesn't mean he can.
0: Yeah, well, they said he was close. So anyway, I'm okay. Let me phrase it this way. I would have treated it as if it were a playoff game in that if he can play in the playoffs, he can play now.
1: Yeah, you were saying that last week. I get what you're
0: saying. and the reason is because if it goes well, that's great. He didn't re-injure it or further right. injury, whatever. That's great. If he tweaks it or it stays the same, he would then have this week off, where now he has to play this week, and it's closer to the playoff. So if he tweaks it or something, right. he's got less time to recover. Yeah. So if he was going to
1: – I get know, your logic. A, I understand I your see logic. see how
0: much it could have changed in a week when it's a sprain, and I also don't understand – the argument about making it worse, but whatever. He's going to play this week.
1: Uh, you know that? Because the last time you said that, he hasn't played in Peru. He,
0: he practiced today, and okay. the players spoke. It, the players said things like, it's nice to have him back. And all, signs Sunday. Yeah, all, all signs point.
1: Yeah, all signs point to Jalen Hurts being back.
0: Except However. the starters aren't going to play their starters. I mean, the Giants aren't going to play their starters.
1: Right, because they can't change...
0: They are stuck in the six. They can't yeah, go but, five or six. Yeah, seven. that's
1: again, that's so the Eagles are like
0: 15 point favorites. But right. I
1: saw that, that was like 13 and a half.
0: But Minshew could blow that. And if we lose sure. this game, yeah. if we do, it will be like the worst collapse.
1: What time do you play? 4 4.25. On Sunday, you do?
0: Yeah. Okay. They put us at the same time as the Cowboys so that we can't watch each other's.
1: Yeah. Games. Did you see how like obviously that's this has been lost in everything this week, but the Seahawks got boned. The right. Seahawks play at 425. The Seahawks win, the Lions are eliminated.
0: Oh, they really did bone
1: them. They, they boned them. the Seahawks so bad because Roger Goodell wants Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs so mm. so much.
0: If the lower seeds win, if the if the seeding holds. Eagles are the one seed and then the lower seeds win. you could get Brady at I mean Rogers at Brady in the second round so all signs point to that If, if they're rigging it this early on we're
1: not saying but we're just saying the Seahawks got boned that sucks
0: that so the reason they got boned is not just because if they win the Lions are eliminated it's because they need to win and have the Lions win for them to make it
1: so they, yeah, they have to win, and the Packers have to lose,
0: right? So that's how they got boned, is because why would that? That's yes, team... because
1: they have the tiebreaker over the Lions. So what the that's Lions cool. need is for Baker Mayfield and the Rams to beat the Seahawks, then if they win, they're in. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's an all-time boning right there. I mean,
1: good God!
0: <laughs> like, I would not, I would not be. Happy. <laughs> what
1: better way for the NFL to tell you we don't want you to play in the playoffs?
0: I can't. Imagine the city of think, Philadelphia's reaction you think if that happened.
1: Russell, if Russell Wilson was still the Seahawks quarterback and they had this situation, they would be playing at 425 on Sunday. That's why you got to pay the big bucks. Think
0: not. That's why you got to pay the big bucks to the quarterbacks. So you, get, so you get a ratings help schedule at the end. Yes. Makes sense to me. Makes sense.
1: Waffle House fantasy championship. Why don't you yes, explain so, to us, you know, what was decided? Um, I think we've done a good job, a good enough job of, of expressing our sensitivity to the situation. And I think it's yeah. OK to, to bring this up now. And if not, we're going to be canceled. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would tell those people to for, forgive.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, well, no, obviously, this it took us a while to decide because like we touched on it took a back seat to what was actually going on in the world and and with the game and things like that. But it is a matter of fact that I was winning by 35 points going into that game. My players were done. So my score was complete. Right. Steve needed 35 points out of Joe Burrow and Stefan Diggs in a half point PPR league. So he was actually projected to win. Joe Burrow scored or threw a touchdown before the injury, and Diggs already had like four catches, so he had like a I don't know. All signs were
1: pointing.
0: "Eh, That's a little extreme. That's (laughs)
1: signs were pointing. Not it was going to be.
0: It was going to be very close.
1: It was going to be close. I, I think everyone can agree on that.
0: So it was going to be close, but then when the injury happened and the game is postponed or canceled, in ESPN terms. There's nothing they can do to differentiate that between a game getting canceled for a thunderstorm right. or a snowstorm. So in, in, in those weather cases, you just would forfeit those points. There's nothing, you yeah. know, the it's risk the of starting players. Like,
1: yeah. It's the same thing as if Joe Burrow got injured and just didn't play the rest of the game and right. Stefan Diggs got injured and didn't play the rest of the game.
0: Exactly. So. We had a conversation. ESPN and the fantasy app declared me as the champion. They sent me an email congratulating me. I didn't bring this up. I did not bring this up because I could understand if I were in Steve's position how I would feel well, if I was very projected to win. If I was projected to win,
1: you've really grown. It
0: would... <laughs> it's this podcast. It's really, <laughs> <helpful>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I felt for him so there's a sizable difference in money between first and second place. And we decided yes. to split the money we will not as tools avoid any animosity. I think so that
1: was, that's very,
0: that was a fair move of you all, but obviously I still want bragging rights and, and your punishment, and? <laughs> and your punishment <laughs> to be served correctly. So yes. we're just going to keep track of the points from our lineups for this week. And the winner of that will have the bragging rights, but I can replace, injured players or reset the lineup and right. so can he. So I think it's fair. I think it was a, a grown up
1: I also grown up I know, I know Ford touched on this and and Lee uh made fun of him for saying this, but it kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, just everyone being on one side of this horrendous situation. But yeah just how easy it was for a number of people to come to this decision and how quickly it occurred. And that just, yeah, cause
0: it was almost like other than the, I mean, we care a lot about this league and I care a course. lot about winning it and the bragging rights, but at, at a certain point it was just like, yeah, who cares? Like, let's, right. let's do the formalities and because everyone, there's something more important going on. Yes. And everyone felt
1: that way. And even people who put out tweets that they would probably want back we're still thinking about DeMar first, but asking a question about what will be done and the impact of it is not horrible.
0: No, as long as, yeah, as long as it's not taking precedent, but in, exactly. in this case, and, that's and a good way to so. describe it.
1: And I, I don't, you know, even like Bart Bart Scott and what he said about T Higgins, it's not fair. And everyone wanted to jump on him about it, but like, I don't know how hard it is to be on live television talking about something like this. And like, here we are close. Right. We're on a recorded (laughs) podcast and I go and edit out things that I don't want out there. He, Art Scott, didn't get that opportunity. Right. So, like, let's forgive Art. Let's forgive Skip Bayless, even as hard as it is for me to say that. But like, it's okay not to be on the side of the Twitter mob. It's okay.
0: Yeah. So. I agree.
1: Yeah, so a little bit of a different episode. Uh, I think uh, kind of what we talked about at the beginning, um, it just what occurred Monday had everyone take a pause and and look at things a little bit differently. So we didn't want to do any of our usual shtick of making fun of anyone this week. Uh, And I think that it's a way to show that this is way more important than someone finishing last in a DFS group. Mm -hmm. And fantasy football can take a backseat, obviously, but just like, who cares? It's all fun. It's all fun. But the minute someone is life is in danger it's completely different, and signs are pointing, which we've said a number of times in this episode, uh, <laughs> that DeMar is in the best possible situation that he could be, um, and I hope everyone saw the post I put up this morning. Um, I went on his GoFundMe page. Uh, I think it's really cool that his $2,500 goal from last year has now reached over – last time I checked it, it was over $7 million. Um, And we didn't want to put out our rundown, but more of, hey, just go check out this GoFundMe page. It's cool. And just an easy access for people to feel involved in this situation.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for doing that, Jack. Of course. And I felt like we showed some range. I think think we... Yes. Yeah.
1: We were able to stay on topic, but, uh, you know, bring a little human element into this
0: episode. (laughs) absolutely
1: go forgive someone to our listeners that that's what i that's you know, maybe great we'll, maybe we'll have maybe we'll have like a a goal for our listeners every week that's and a really I good think, one i think the goal this week is go forgive someone
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna take that to heart that's a good one
1: Cool. well i we'll love you talk this was fun i
0: love you too jack
1: yep see you next week
0: see ya